Talk Recorded live. Good evening. We are the Last Day Ministry Prayer Warriors, and we greet you. We just can't wait to choose the evenings to come to meet with you here. And tonight we will be talking about the peace of God. The peace of God comes in all sizes and fits every occasion. So tonight we're talking about the peace of God. We'll be using scripture or just testimony. And I say subject to change. So we might be on the peace of God. Maybe we want to talk about the love of God or a testimony or song or how the Lord leads. Maybe there's someone in the listening area that this may need to hear a word from God, some encouragement, and just to know that you are loved, you're not alone. We are always keeping you all in prayer. We know your names. Some of, them, some, of the, some of those, we don't know their name, but we keep them constantly in prayer. A little prayer goes a long way. This is an opportunity, and I give God the glory and the honor for this opportunity to come before you. And um, it's been a struggle, but it's worth it all just to be doing the will of God and to say yes to him, and he'll do the rest. Now, we'll start with an opening prayer. And in the meantime, as we're on the line, I would appreciate that if anyone at any time has anything to say, and you don't have to stick with that particular subject title. If you have something else you might want to share with us, we'd be happy to listen. Glad, more than glad. So um, let the prayer come forth, and we give God the glory and honor and praise. Love y'all, and nice having y'all here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for all that you're doing, God. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you for all that you're doing, God, and all that you have done, God. We just pray right now, God, that you would touch the souls, God. Touch the minds and the hearts and the bodies, God. Touch those that's grieving today, God. Touch those that lost loved ones, God. Give them peace, God. Give them the strength and comfort them, God. Touch your people all over the land, God, and we give you all things, God. We put all in your hands, God, and we thank you in the name of Jesus for all things that you've already done and going to do, God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God, for the beautiful prayer. Thank you again for listening in. Um, I'm going to share a scripture um, or two with you, and the first one will come from Romans, the fifth chapter, and verse 5. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's one. And Philippians 4, verses 7 through 9. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God. Um, And we know that God is a present help in trouble. And something about the peace of God. And I remember used to having, I just like, I have to have peace. And you try to make your own peace, but it don't last because it's artificial and then it's gone. It might be a moment, but it's only artificial peace. But it's something about when God gives you his peace. And when I say That peace comes in all sizes? Yes, it does. And it fits to every occasion. So everybody, that's something that money can't buy, not real peace. Only God can give you the real peace. And I just thank him. So there's anyone on the line tonight that have, you know, something they want to share about the peace of God or testimony or song or how the Lord leads you, jump right in. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to John 14 and 27. And this is Jesus saying, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
And that, to me, is just Jesus speaking to us again. When he's just saying he's leaving his peace, just like you just said, that no one can give you that peace like Jesus can. Because sometimes we go through so much that the peace seems like it's so far away. But like I said, just thinking of Jesus leaving that peace for us, we get to that peace when we pray, when we fast, when we read the Bible. And it's just a good thing because, like you just said um, earlier, no man can give you that. Money can't give you that. Only God can give you the peace. And it's, it's such a sweet peace. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, God. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. And I was thinking in uh, Isaiah chapter uh, 26, verses 3 and 4, where it says, Thou would keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in these. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And so, you know, as long as we trust God, we believe in God, no matter what we go through, God is going to give us that peace of mind. But you got to keep your mind stayed on God. So when you're going through your trials and your tribulation and you're all worried, you don't know what to do, give it to God. Trust him. Believe him. And don't worry about it once you give it to God because he said he will keep your mind at perfect peace. So if God is keeping your mind, why are you worried about it? So I really like that where it says he will keep your mind if you just trust him. So I just really thank God for that. Amen. And I just I want to say that um, in speaking on this subject, the peace of God, I was reading in the um, concordance in my Bible, and the definition of peace is a calm response, free of strife or discord, mm-hmm. harmony in personal relationships, especially with God. And my scripture would be... Um, Colossians, the third chapter and the 15th verse that reads, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. (laughs) And I want to give this testimony about how the peace of God is just so amazing. I remember about a couple years ago, um, um, on my job, they had called me into the office um, to let let me know that they were going to lay me off. And um, when they called me in the office, they said, this is something that, you know, we hate to do, but we're going to have to let you go. But I want to thank God. I, I mean, it was only God um, that gave me such a peace in that office when they called me in there. Um, I I remember um, two weeks prior to that, I had felt this heaviness about somebody getting ready to lose their job, and it was a little startling to me not knowing that it was actually going to be me, but I thank God for him for warning me, and so that when they called me in the office and they told me, God just gave me such a peace that even the ones that were letting me go were amazed, you know. And even after I left the office, I I remember riding the bus home, and I was thinking to myself, did they just say I lost my job? You know, and I was thinking about how awesome the peace of God is. It will sustain you through any storm in life. It will protect your mind when you're going through things. And um, I just want to honor God because had it not been for the peace of God that was in that office that day, I don't know what I would have done. Because immediately sometimes when you may lose your job or whatever, first thing you start thinking about is how am I going to manage, how am I going to pay my bills, or how am I going to pay my mortgage. But... My testimony is that because of the peace of God, God is such a great God that even in the midst of me being off, the time frame that God gave me off, he kept me. 
kept my mind. He kept my spirit. And it was all because of his peace and his love. So if you're going through something today, you can depend on God to keep you through his peace. Even in the midst of a storm where it may seem like the boat is a little rocky, just ask God to speak to the wind in your life and just give you the peace that you need to come out of the storm with the victory. And I am a living testimony that God will keep you and bring you out with the peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I just wanted to add something. It is very important. I know you probably heard me say it before to stop worrying. Give it to God. Stop worrying. Let that ball of worry go. Because once you are free from worrying, that peace falls right in place. Knowing that God got it, he can fix the impossible. He can give you that peace that you need, that you are looking for in your life. It comes into play when you stop worrying. Give it to God. Walk away from it. Sit back and wait for it to be fixed. Amen. And on that note, um, Sister touched right on the very word that the Lord had given me, and he was talking about worration. So I just want to thank God for the topic tonight, that of peace. But he was telling me uh, about worration, and um, a lot of times we worry and we fret, and we do that here in Psalms. Uh, 37, I'm starting at the seventh, uh, the seventh verse. It says, rest in the Lord. This is the new King James Version. I'm going to read it from here. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret. Well, you can say do not worry because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. That means you know, because of the enemy that might be fighting or against you or things that are coming, you know, at you or against you, things you're going through. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. And um, I just thank God for for that because you find yourself when you're worrying you find yourself, you're not resting in God, and sometimes people have a tendency maybe to, this is when they start drinking more, or you might lean on that cigarette more, or you, you know, you just go out and do things that you ordinarily may not do because you're not resting in God, and you're not thinking clearly. So, you know, you're just out there just trying to relieve and release the stress that you're under. And that's what happens when you worry. You become stressed out. And stress only leads to harm. Stress leads to sickness. It leads to diseases. It leads to snappy attitude. It leads to, you know, uh, snatching and, you know, just uh, slapping somebody or, you know, reaching out in the wrong way in anger, in frustration, all those things come when you don't allow the peace of God to govern your uh, mind and to govern your heart. But as the sisters were saying, release that thing to God. Well, how am I going to do that? God, I surrender this to you because nine times out of ten, you can't do anything about it anyway. You can't fix it. The things that we're going through now and the trials and tests that are coming upon the the people of God and upon the land, period. We can't fix it. All we can do now is surrender it and lean on God. Give it to him and trust him that he's going to work it out and that he's going to work it out in your favor. And where it says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. When you give it to him and commit it into his hands, God, I release this thing into your hands. I can't do nothing about it. I've done everything I could think of, and I can't fix it. It seems like it's just getting worse. So I'm giving it to you, God. That's when your peace comes in. 
And that's when God can work it out. Sometimes he can do it overnight. Sometimes he may take his time. But if you rest in him, by and by you'll see that problem, that situation, that circumstance has been resolved. And you can go on further in the Lord. But thank God for the peace of God. Amen. And I, I want to add something else. I was thinking about still what everybody has said about the peace of God. When you have the peace of God, you can literally hear God speak to you. Yes. When you're troubled in mind, you can't hear because you're focusing on what you're going through with. But when you have the peace of God, God can speak to you and tell you what to do or tell you what not to do. So if you keep your mind stayed on God, then the peace of God will abide and you'll be able to hear from God. And you may be saying, well, how do I keep my mind on God? There's several ways. One is by reading your word. Because there's a hiding place in reading your word. Amen. Another um, um, way is by listening to Christian music, you know, songs of Zion that uplift the name of Jesus. You know, there's a thing where you can listen to music and then it's like almost like the rest of the day you're singing that song to yourself all day long, you know. There's a hiding place also in the praises of God. You know, even though you may be going through a storm and um, you need the peace of God, start praising God in the midst of your storm. Letting God know how much you appreciate him. Letting him know how thankful you are for what he's already done and what he shall do in your life. And there's a, a sweetness in the praises of God that takes you to a different element of worshiping him as well. Amen. You know, so just keep your mind stayed on God. And it's nothing wrong with sometimes um, people feel like there are limits, there are limitations in going to ask God for certain things. Like, i give you an example. Um, maybe thinking about, well, God, how do I keep my mind stayed on you? Will you show me how to keep my mind stayed on you so that I can keep your peace? You know, it's nothing wrong with um, asking God to do these things. You know, like my sister said earlier about don't be worrying. It's nothing wrong with going to God and saying, God, will you show me how not to worry? so that I can obtain the peace of you. You know, God, for years I've been worrying, Lord, but, Lord, how do I just let go and allow you to take worry from me? When you pray that prayer from the sincerity of your heart, because you don't want to worry and because you do want to trust God, God will show you an avenue of how to come out of worryation. You know, that's why I was, when I was saying about, Lord have mercy, thank you, Jesus. When I was talking about having the peace of God and being able to hear God speak to you, he may say, you know, my daughter or my son, you know, read this scripture or meditate on this scripture. But if you're worrying You can't hear God because you're worrying about what you're going through with, you know. So trust God to bring you out. And all of us on this line can definitely identify that God is a mighty deliverer. Yes, Lord. And and he will bring you out. Amen. 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 As my sister was talking, I was thinking that she said some of my words and about Asking God every day, like she said, and it's a process because sometimes the enemy knows you got that peace in your mind. So he's going to stir up something that, okay, and take you off that, that focus and you hear from God. But it's a daily process. There's a song that says one day at a time. 
And I know I've experienced sometimes I, I get trouble in mind and I can't hear from God and I'm thinking about tomorrow. But the song said one day at a time. Yes. The Lord will give us one day at a time. The Lord said he is with us daily. And that's what we're fighting daily. And, and, and you're fighting. You're fighting against the wars of the enemy because the enemy don't want you to have peace. You have that peace. He wants you to be troubled, troubled in mind. But when you're troubled in mind, like my sisters are saying, you from God. And I was saying to the Lord one day, I had so many things going on in my mind. I had to, sometimes you just have to stop. And she was saying, say, God, and be still. I'm going to sit right here. There's an old story that people tell sometimes about the little boy. Daddy told him to stay there until he came back. And, and the story goes, the rain came. And it's a song. The rain came, the storms came, but the little boy said, my daddy told me to stay here. He will be back. And that's how God is as our natural God. I mean, our spiritual God is a natural God. He just wants to stay in that peaceful realm. And storms do come, trials do come, but we must maintain the peace of God. And I was reading Isaiah. Isaiah was a weeping prophet. He told the people about um the different things he had gone through, you know, what God was doing, what didn't serve him. And it was saying, this is the difference between uh, uh, the peace of God and a, and a sinner that's worrying or somebody that's worried a lot. And it, and it says, Isaiah 57 and 19, I create the fruits of the lips, peace, peace to him that is far off. And to him that is near, said the Lord, and I will heal him. That's what the Lord said. He will heal that Trouble mind, but the wicked are like the troubled sea, and you know when it, when the storms are coming, the waves are so high you can't see nothing but those waves. The troubled sea, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, said the, said my God to the wicked. So when you want to be on the Lord's side and have that peace and not have a troubled sea that comes up and all you can see is Waves sweeping back and forth, and you see nothing. But God can heal a troubled mind. Amen. 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 And I, I was thinking too that um, once you obtain peace, you don't really want to settle for anything else. Amen. Because once you've tasted of peace, it's nothing like the sweet victory of peace. And I'll use this scenario. It's almost like um, I'm referring it to the natural. It's almost like when you're in an abusive relationship and God delivers you from that abusive relationship. When you leave, you don't want to go back to chaos and arguing and fighting. That's how it is with peace. When God gives you the peace, you want to stay right there. And you'll do anything to keep the peace of God. You'll read your word more. You'll, you know, sacrifice. You'll sing praises unto God. Whatever it takes for you to keep your peace. Once you've tasted of the peace of Jesus, it's nothing that can compare to it. Because it's such a sweetness and a, a serenity in the peace of God. And once you get one taste of it, you're not going to settle for anything else. And then you're going to seek to find out how you can keep receiving the peace. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. And I was I just wanted to comment just a little bit on on this and it's just such a sweetness in the in the peace of God. And we're just witnesses that God can and he does give his people peace. Even in a day and a time like this, we have to have the peace of God. Without the peace of God, there's so much going on around us. There's so much stress coming upon the land and it's even, you know, the enemy trying the, the saints of God with so many things at one time trying to put so much on you at one time, that we must rest in God. We must give it all back to God. And a lot of times, one of, one of our brothers preached on Sunday, when things come up against you so much and you don't have a, any way of escaping, you can't think of anything else, 
Just say the blood of Jesus. Just begin to say the blood of Jesus. Or break out in a song in praises. Just break out in a song praising God. If you don't want to sing a song, just break out with a hallelujah. Throw your hands up and just begin to just give him the praises and the honor. And I guarantee you, those things will flee from you. You'll begin to receive the peace of God, even in that way. Because the enemy can't stand the praises of God. He can't stand to be around someone that's praying or seeking God and just blessing God. He he begins to run. He'll flee. And you'll find yourself being able to rest in God. And I thank God how I remember one time the Lord brought this to my attention. He was saying, he called my name and he said, I don't want you to worry for nothing. And then he said it like this. He said, if you do worry, it will have been for nothing. And so I thought about that thing. I said, what? And he said, yes, worry for nothing. And if you do worry, it will have been for nothing because eventually he's going to fix that thing. Being my heavenly father and knowing what I'm going through, knowing what I need, he's telling me I'm going to fix it. I'm going to work it out. So in all your worrying and, 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 and fretting and stressing over it, you've just caused yourself a lot of wasted time, a lot of, you know, um, maybe getting sick over it and wasting time about it. And in, in, in the end, when it, takes, when it all comes to fruition, he done worked it out. It's done. It's over. You're in another place, another realm. So all that would have been for nothing, all that well-ration and stress for nothing. So I've learned to lean on the Lord and know that he, as my father, as long as I'm following his instructions and I'm seeking to do his perfected will and I've given him my all and said, yes, lean on him. And I know by and by I'm coming out. He's going to make a way. That's what he said. If I have to make a way for my people, if I have to go somewhere and just make a way, I'm going to make a way for my own. So why spend all that time worrying about it? Get up and go do what you got to do. And I find in doing that, after a while, just like Sister said, you know, I hear him say, you know, thus and so, thus and so. And it's about the situation or about the problem I was worrying about or whatever I was going through. He'll speak. I hear a small, still voice, a soft voice say, you know, such and such and such or thus and so. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And there's the answer. Or else he'll say, I'm going to do so and so. And he does it. And it's done. So lean on the Lord. Trust him. And know that he's going to work it out. God is not going to forsake his own. He will bring us out as his children. Amen. 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 John, 14, John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, Give I unto you, and as you all have said earlier, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And I don't know whether you can hear me clearly, but I forgot to put my main phone on the charger, but I just want to add this, um, that sometimes in order to obtain and to keep your peace, you've got to change company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear negative things. Or the same things that you've asked God to forgive you of, forgive you for, or things that you've thrown in the garbage can, you've deleted out of your life. You have to delete friends out of your life and out of your ears and out of your spiritual man to keep that peace. So, therefore, to keep your peace in God, you have to. Get rid of some things. And that could mean your best friend, 
or whoever it may be. But to keep that peace that God gave you, and this peace that God gave us, it's free. Yeah. It doesn't cost us. You see, God gave it to I left it with me. So anybody leaves something with me, I have all the right to pick it up and get it and keep it. I'm going to keep that peace. And if you keep peace long enough, the joy is coming. Yeah. The real God of joy comes in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and if I got my peace and I'm going to get my joy, yes. I can make it because I'm, I'm make so it. good. Yes. Because yes. if I got joy, that means I got strength. All right, now. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I got yes, the right. yes, I can tell I can take that. I can look that in the eye and straight in his eyes. And I'm going to speak those words as though they were. And I'm going to speak those things into existence. Whatever is negative in the side of someone else, I'm going to call it positive. Yes. Because it is so, according to the word of God. God said, I can have what I want if I but ask him. And if I want peace, I'm going to ask for it. God Almighty. Thank you. And I have no better system than to believe that whatever I ask my Jesus for, he will give it to me. Mm -hmm. Because he said, I left it here for you, and you can have it. All right. Amen. 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 Oh, praise God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stop. Not going to have it. And see, you, it all comes with, you, you, you have to stay in your word. You got to know these yeah. things. And, and to know what he's telling you, to know the promise of peace and the promise that he's going to deliver, to know these things and to reassure, you yeah. know, to to restore yourself and restore the soul, you got to say uh, in that word. you got to read it. Yes. Pick that word up and read it. Listen to it like she was saying. If you, you know, listen to the spiritual songs. Listen to the Bible tapes. That reinforces what you already know that he's going to work it out. It reinforces the word, and it restirs that joy and that victory on the inside. I mean, you know, how can you stay worried when you hear God say, no weapon that's formed up against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, that he's going to cut it, you know, and I can't remember the rest of it, but he's going to bring it to no avail. So, I mean, how can you stay worried and, and you know, threaten it when he's telling you this? His word speaks it. No yeah. weapon. So what you worried no. about? It's not going to prosper. So why are you worried and fretting? Just rest in me. Talk to me. Stay focused on me as your father. Know that I'm your God. And know that I'm going to bring you. I mean, a, a God who can shorten the days, who can shorten the hours, who can do the impossible. He said he would shorten the days for his elect's sake. We are his elect. We as his children are his elect. He has shortened the days for us because he said that the days would be so evil in this last, in this time, in the end time, that no flesh would be saved except he would shorten the days. Now, God who would do that, can he not do anything else that we need him to do? And he did this in love for his people. I will shorten the days for mine elect's sake. He loves his own. He wants us to make it. So all we need to do is surrender it unto him and rest in him. I mean, suppose you had the hours that you used to have long ago with the things that you're going through with and, and had the things, the trials and the tests that you're going through now. Suppose you had them in the days uh, beyond, you know, that have gone by and you had hours in that day, so much time in that day. You may not be able to make it. You may not be able to endure, but look at the love of God to shorten the days. Amen? Amen. He said, these things I've spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. Somebody may have already read it. In the world you have tribulation. But be a good cheer. I have overcome 
the world. Yes. So it is yours. This peace is yours. It is yours for the asking. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to have some, some things turned upside down. But you know what? You can rest in the Lord. You can rest. You can lay your head back, throw your head back, get quiet, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah. Because you're going to have peace. He said, there is tranquility in me. There remains a rest, a peace for God's people because you belong to him. Yes, yes. Amen. I feel like preaching over here on the side. <laughs> there it is. Praise God. I will keep you in traffic Yes. With your mind. Hey, your mind. If you keep your mind stand on me. Because guess what? I ain't uprooted. I'm not tossed aside. I'm not different from Lester, right? Because he said he will keep me in perfect peace. That yes. means I don't have to do nothing but read my word. Worship him, praise him, keep my ears in good company, listen to the voice of God as some have already said, and I'm going to have my peace. Amen. I can go on and act like it's already done, and I can stop praying that same prayer because it's already done. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't have to pray that prayer no more because I've already said, God, you got this. You have fixed this. Yes, Lord. I said, child, you told you to have. God got that. Amen. I Skip on over to the I next. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lord, I can feel it in the Because he fixed that thing. Charlie yeah. fixed that. Amen. That thing is in the past. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I feel him. God praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. The fight is fixed. That means you already done. Yes. You're going to do nothing. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to your name, God. You know, there was a song, I don't know the um the words to it. Maybe one of you may know it. You know how, what it says, like, when peace, like a... River. Yeah. Yeah. When sorrows like sea billows roll. Billows roll. <laughs> whatever my life thou hast taught me to taught say. Me to say. It, it is well. well. It is well, it is well with, my, with soul. my soul. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-uh. Don't have to worry about it anymore. It's done. Thank, thank you, God. God. Don't have to worry. Thank you, Lord. I thank God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this has been so beautiful, and I am absorbing it all, and I thank God for it. Is there anyone else that has some more to share? I mean, I'm I'm full. I'm about, woo, <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Well, he, well, I just want to add, he said, he said, cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Cast yeah. upon me. It doesn't matter how much it is. It doesn't matter how deep it looks to you. He can throw it all over. It. it doesn't matter what order you throw it over in. He said, let me have it. I'll bear it. And he can handle it. He Amen. Can handle it. He can handle it all, all at one it. time. But he likes, yeah. to take, he likes to take his time. <laughs> Amen. He likes to take his time. That's how he raised his children. Amen. Amen. <laughs> he raised oh, his children by letting us by taking his time. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm I'm teach him how to wait on me. While they wait, they're gonna be trusting me. They're gonna be depending on me. They're gonna be seeking me. I'm raising my children, and he raised them right. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> teach them that I love them, and teach them to love me back. 
they're going to find out that I'm going to provide. I'm a good provider. That I make a way. That I'm going to fix it. We got a good daddy. He said, when the Lord comes here like a flood, I'm going to lift up a standard just for you. Yeah. I won't let him overtake you. He won't do nothing with my children. I'm going to raise up a standard. That means I'm going to keep him away from you. It doesn't look like he's overtaking your mind. But on the other hand, he said, I gave you peace. Yeah. I left yeah. it with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like preaching on this side. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I'm loving it. Thank you, Girl, already preaching. You're already preaching. He said, I'm going to lift up a standard just for you. And I like this scripture over here in uh, Psalms 37. I'm still in there, y'all. It's the 23rd verse where he's saying the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Yes. And he delights in his way. In his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Then he talks about, I have been young and now I am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his seed is blessed. So a lot of times, you know, the enemy comes up, especially now, about the children. But God has said his seed is blessed. That let us know God's got our seed, our children, our grandchildren. He said he's never seen the righteous forsaken, so he's going to make a way for the righteous and his seed. So a lot of times we go, you know, things come upon us and, you know, maybe you feel like I made a mistake or I didn't do it God's way, and maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But yet the word of God says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. And though you may seem to have stumbled and fallen, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. So God shall lift you back up and and turn that thing around where you think you may have fallen or made a mistake or you errored, God can use that error and turn it around in your favor. So just don't give up. You know, just hold on. And in your mind, God, forgive me. Maybe I didn't do it the way I should have done it. Lord, please forgive me. Just help me, God. And he's right there to hear your prayer. He's not going to turn his back on you. Stay seeking God. Stay humble. Lord, just help me, God. Give me the strength that I need to endure until you work it out. Yes. And God will hear that prayer. He hears the, the the prayer that you didn't even speak out of your mouth. He heard the thoughts of your mind. So God knows he hears your prayers. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. I enjoyed everything I've heard. I'm going to absorb it and keep it. And it used to be a preacher. He used to say something like, can all you get and get all you can. So I'm going to, I got all God's word and all his encouragement, and I'm getting it tonight. <laughs> Praise right. God. I like that. Amen. <laughs> I love y'all, each and every one, so much. Those that know me and those that don't know me, I love you all, too. I love you in the name of Jesus. And if anyone has anything else to say, they may do so at this time, or anybody else have a song, or if not, we can go into the prayer. I want to read uh, Romans chapter 5, uh, verse 1 through 5. Yeah. Therefore, since we have been justified through our Lord Jesus Christ, through him we have also obtained access by faith into the grace in one thing. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that we be that we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering suffering produced endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, 
because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit and I'm sorry, and the Holy Spirit who has been given to us for while we were still weak. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, that's going to um verse six, but um just God's peace, like with everything that's going on, you know, in the world and not only that, like we everybody's going through their own trials and stuff and sometimes like with me, I'm speaking with myself that I'm just dealing with all of this by myself and and I'm alone sometimes. My the, my flesh part try to convince me that I'm just by myself, but the spiritual part of me knows that I don't really have to do much, that I don't have to worry about anything, and that God has already taken care of everything, everyone I pray for, everyone I love, you know, my church family, and, you know, just, just everybody around me. But we still going to be tried, you know, but it's for us to hold on to that peace. Amen. And that's what I want to say. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Yes, Lord. Mm. That's the truth. Hallelujah, God. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. We bless your name, God. Yes, Lord. And that's why it's also so important. I thank God for this scripture where he says that, you know, fail not to assemble yourselves together until I come. It's so important that you surround yourselves with people of like mind, uh, with the strength of God. Somebody, you know, others are being tried and tested, but when we come together, come together in his house, come together on the phone, come together praying ye one for another, that you begin to feel the strength of God. Because, yes, we, we're going to be tested and tried in our being in, in this last day and in this time as never before. But we can make it. We can make it together. Amen. And that kind of, you know, the enemy loves to separate and divide. And when you're, you know, you're off to yourself a lot and you don't congregate and you don't, you know, don't visit with God's people, you know, in the house of God or on the phones or even reading the word or just in prayer. When you pray before God, you know, it's, it's collective, it's individual, but God is collecting the prayers of the saints. So you're reaching out and touching and binding in prayer, even as you're praying alone. But it's important that we, as God's people, you know, assemble as much as we can. Amen? Amen. That that breaks the yoke. It destroys the plots. It destroys weapons that have been sent up against you. You find yourself, when you go into the house of God, well, my God, when I come back, you know, I just, when you come out of the house of God, if you've gone and you've praised God and, you know, there are others that are like you, you don't come out the same. You feel the deliverance. You feel the change. You feel uplifted and you feel victorious. And that's why he put that scripture there. Fail not to assemble yourselves together till I come. Amen. 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 Yes. Philippians four six says, "Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus." Amen. 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 And thank you, God. Now, I wonder if anyone else, well, we're getting ready to come to the close, man. We enjoy it so much. And um, if the sister's ready, she can lead us in the prayer. And we want to thank you all again for listening in. And we hope that one day you also have an opportunity to share your thoughts and, and your testimonies with us. Until then, we wish you farewell and listen to the prayer and know that you're in our prayers and have a good, blessed night, sister. Amen. We thank you, God, even for how you have moved tonight. We thank you, God, and we honor you, O oh Lord, for all that you have done 
in each one of our lives tonight. We thank you, God, for those that have listened in, O oh God. Lord God, we believe you, God, that somebody's soul was touched, God, that somebody, God, was given a word of encouragement, Lord, and that somebody has been uplifted, that they see things in a different way tonight, God. Lord God, we pray that you would search each one of us, God, as we come before you even tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord God, you know each one of our hearts and each one of our minds. And Lord, we pray, God, that anything that God would would hinder us that's not like you in us tonight, God, and in those that are listening, oh God, that you, God, would take it away from us tonight. Purge us, God, with your hyssop and wash us and make us whiter than snow, oh God. Create in each of us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit, oh God. Lord God, we seek you tonight, for Lord, we know you are the hope, God, and you are everything, God. God, we have nothing without you, oh God. Lord, we're praying that you would bless all over the land tonight. Lord, look all over the world, God. You see, God, all that's going on, Lord. God, we pray, God, that somebody, Lord, would find you tonight, that multitudes would surrender their will unto thee, O oh God, that they would give you that yes, Lord, knowing that you are the true God, the true and living God, and the only the deliverer, the true hope of glory tonight. Lord, we thank you for it right now, and we believe you for it, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, look on your churches and your people. Look on your shepherds. Look on your pastor, your flock everywhere. Give them peace, God. In the name of Jesus, let your peace abide in every heart, every mind, and every soul, knowing that it's already done. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it right now. And we love you. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you, God.